Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. You need to have the deep, dark, muddy, fear-driven, exciting, and exhausting conversations about money before you can create the changes you want to see. 
Because money is a primal need you and I share in common, and one where we're left to essentially figure it all out on our own. So let's start talking money. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Rakuten helps you be a smarter shopper and save money on just about everything. People all have things they need to buy, whether it's home essentials or a self-care treat just for you. With Rakuten, you get cash back on clothes, groceries, travel, and much, much more. Even better, you can stack cash back on top of other deals like store sales and credit card points. In case you're wondering, the stores on Rakuten are the ones you know and love, and lots of cool ones waiting to be discovered, including Target, Lowe's, and Nike. When it comes to savvy shopping and saving money, Rakuten is a no-brainer. It's free and easy to join. Just go to Rakuten.com now or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Well, my friend, I could not be more excited for this episode and the changes that are coming to this show. So thank you for being here with me. If you're an old friend or a new friend... You need to know how passionate I am about this idea of just bringing you all types of money conversations to help you get out of the mucky muck and start living a life that you feel is a wealthy one. And I don't really like using the word wealthy because I think that we tend to think about that means that you have a lot of money. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that just having a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean you're wealthy. I could give you hours and hours of examples. But I will say, obviously, caveat, it does take money to live life. So it's really hard to say, oh, this is easy. We, we just don't need money to live a wealthy life. Not true, of course. But I like thinking about the idea of wealth from a more holistic perspective. So to me, the idea of wealth is living where you want to live having the career that you want to have, being surrounded by the people you want to be surrounded by, doing the things for fun that you like to do. To me, that's example of a wealthy life because you're actually living life. And I know plenty of people who are quote unquote rich, if we're going to use those terms, and they're not doing any of those things. <laughs> So that's not the life that I want for you. But the cool part about finance, money, personal finance, is it's unique to each of us. So you get to decide what that word wealthy means to you. I also think wealthy is about being able to live authentically. So what I mean by that is being able to show up in the world the way you want to show up, like Kind of like your statement of, here, here's who I am, and this is what I'm about. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm a little naive, but to me, that really signifies being wealthy. Of course, I know money does not hurt the situation. I'm not going to ignore that fact. I think we can all agree, though, that money is this topic that is like this big, crazy ginormous elephant in the room. 
you may be listening and you may feel that elephant right now, like right behind you. (laughs) That elephant is just sitting there watching you. But you don't want to talk about money and you certainly don't want anyone else to know about the mistakes you've made. But the cool part is that we have all made mistakes. If I took everybody listening to this episode and I said, okay, let's all write down all of our money mistakes, what you would see is that we all share basically the same version of money mistakes because the mistakes, they aren't original. They're just part of your story, part of what makes you you. So if you can always look for at least just one little fraction of a good takeaway from a mistake, it's a good mindfulness technique to change something that feels really dreadful and awful into something where you're like, "Eh." all right. So a good example of that is if you've ever been in debt, which I have, very open about that. Most of us have. It is just kind of a fact of life. If you can say, okay, I have X amount of debt. However, that has allowed me to live in the home I live. It's allowed me to drive the car I have, maybe to put my kids in school, whatever that is. If we can look for one shimmering positive from what we would call a mistake, then we can start to change our idea of mistakes in our head. And that's really what we want to do. Because if I shared on this show so many times, 90%, of money success is all that stuff that goes on in our head. 10% is the actual how-to, so the actual what we're actually doing with our money. So when you sit and think about that, at least for me, it's pretty eye opening. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, maybe I need to spend some time on that 90%. Maybe there's something there. So, back to this idea of not talking about money. The problem with not talking about money is that it keeps you siloed and feeling alone or stressed, angry, bitter, frustrated, whatever is the emotion that comes up for you or emotions. And we've all been there. So whatever you're feeling, I want you to know that it's perfectly normal and that you should attach absolutely zero judgment to it. But I've always had this idea that talking about money, it should be like a dinner table conversation, just like any other topic that we talk about, sex, politics, the weather, um, crazy stuff, right? But I think that talking about money, maybe it's a little bit dreamy in this vision, but I think it might just help you, I don't know, might just help you out if you felt like you had this place to ask questions and share all about your money and your goals. Like maybe you might feel like you have a support system and you might also have someone who's like, whoa, you've done that. I've done that too. Didn't really work out for me, but here's what I learned, or here, here's how I changed that scenario. And so you start to feel just a tiny bit better. But look, I know it's scary. <laughs> I know it's scary to talk about money. It's probably why you're here listening to the show, because the idea of sitting back and listening means you're in the sport, you're a little bit of a spectator sport, but I like it, right? Because you're here and you're thinking, or at least, I don't know, I hope you're thinking, There's probably something that I could take away from each episode. So I want to share a little bit about my story. 
I started this podcast as Millennial Money seven years ago, completely on a whim. I was teaching at a university in Los Angeles, and one of my students said, hey, you should start a podcast. And that was like on a Thursday. And I was like, a podcast? Okay. So researched it on Friday, Saturday recorded my first episode, Sunday edited it, and Monday the first episode was live. And I admittedly had no strategy. That was back in 2015 before podcasts were kind of what they were. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I did it nonetheless. And yeah, if I could go back in time and kind of change some of those, at least the first few years of episodes, sure I would. But the point is there's there's great content there because my heart was always into this. And I was at a, a party one day and all my friends started to text me. I was like, what is going on? And they said, did you check the iTunes chart? Your show is like number three above like Rachel Maddow's and a lot of other people's show. And I thought, that is ridiculous. There's no way this is even possible. Nonetheless, it was, and it was very exciting. But in the world of podcasts, things ebb and flow. I get negative reviews. I get positive reviews. It's just it's just the way it, it goes. But I love showing up here for you. I love what I do, and I hope it resonates. I hope it resonates with you. So we just recently passed 22 million downloads on the show, which really blows my mind. So I just I have to thank you for listening and and sharing this show with everyone. It really does make a difference. We were also named a top four money show by the New York Times, which is a huge honor and. I did nothing, again, other than just coming here every week. So if I'm trying to say anything to you, it's it's follow those little gut feelings, that little voice inside of you when it tells you to try something or do something, because you just never know. And as you might have noticed, starting today, we have changed the name of the show from Millennial Money to Everyone's Talking Money which it took us so long to figure out a new name for the show. And we knew the the vibe and the essence we wanted to continue, but we wanted to go even broader. So we've always been about sharing all types of money tips and tricks and stories and more, but we're actually putting it in ink that we are dedicating this podcast to telling what we think are relevant, inclusive, and important money conversations. So if you don't know my story, I've been an entrepreneur almost my entire career, except a small little blip for about two years when I worked with someone else. And I thought, okay, this isn't my thing. I'm just, I'm just an entrepreneur. I have an MBA in entrepreneurship. I am a certified financial planner, non-practicing. And I have worked with thousands of people before dedicating myself fully to the show and I do nothing but speak, write, and talk about money all day long, every day. <laughs> so as you can imagine, that um, keeps me in this place where I have to really keep my own money in check because I'm just in this world every day. But I went through in my early 30s a very financially debilitating divorce where I walked away with a car that I had a very huge car payment on. We had just bought it a few months prior. And I had a suitcase, a blue suitcase, that uh, had 
all of my belongings that I could squeeze into the blue suitcase. So I had clothes that were like mismatched. Uh, I had one cookbook that I love and I had my jewelry, but that was it. That was all I had to my name. And I went and I moved in with my parents and it was about a year of very stressful, very expensive divorce where at the end of the day, it just made on paper more sense for me to walk away from a lot of things. The story is very complicated, but uh, just take it from me that it was stressful and exhausting and I was very embarrassed. I thought, I'm a money expert. Like, I, you know, I, I'm in debt now and I have to pay my ex-husband and I don't know. I just, I felt really like this doesn't make sense. But then I started to think, oh, wait, there's so many life lessons, so many money lessons that I learned of this experience that I can share with you. And it's really where I learned how powerful your mind, your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs are when it comes to money. And I should have known this because I remembered all these people that I'd worked with for years as a financial planner, and no matter their income, their demographic, their lifestyle, the single thing that changed the game for them, that moved them from wherever they were to closer, I should say, to where they want to be was how they thought, how they acted, and how they felt about their money. It was like a light bulb moment. So I thought, okay, I've been helping other people do this, now I have to do it myself. And it's not an easy process, but it can be done. And it actually is pretty dang powerful. It was also the inspiration for my first book that I wrote in 2020, a Money Mindset Journal, which is this daily practice of moving you closer to your goals, focusing on gratitude, and just remembering why the heck you're even doing this thing money, right? So it's about trying to just push out the negative emotions and helping you feel a little bit more in, in control, honestly. So this show is and will continue to be a safe space to explore so many different money topics since money touches every aspect of your life. It's really hard to pick anything where if we dig down deep enough, money isn't somehow rooted there. So if money is this elephant in the room and it touches all aspects of our lives, doesn't it make sense <laughs> that we have these conversations? So I always say in every episode, I want you to take what works for you because money is personal and you can push away the rest. You cannot agree with the rest, whatever. That's totally fine with me. But if you can find one gem, that's the sweet spot. That's where I want you to be. So what do you think? What do you think about having even more money conversations and really opening it up to this idea of no matter our age, no matter where we're at, we all need to start having these conversations. So I want to share with you a few money conversations that I want you to have over the next few months. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. 
Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, 
savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. So there are a couple of money conversations that I want you to have with yourself. And it might seem weird. Why am I going to talk to myself about money? Because I'm in my life every single day. But you're probably in the version of life that I'm in, which is that it moves very, very fast. And you get through a day, you get through a week, and you're like, wait a minute, what happened? That time just somehow evaporated. Somehow we're in 2022, and I don't even know how that happened. So maybe you're in that version of life where you don't really spend a lot of time to sit down and think about your life in really a a little bit more of a strategic way, dreamy way, rooted way. I don't know what the right word is, but it really does make a difference. So let's talk about some of these money conversations that you need to start having with yourself. The first one is a conversation I call financial forgiveness. And it may seem really simple, but it's very, very powerful. In fact, there's a stat that says that if you write things down, the simple art act of writing things down works to rewire your brain so powerfully that things start to shift just from getting something out of your head and down on paper. And it could be maybe you use the notes app in your phone, or maybe you're a you know Google or Microsoft doc writer. That's fine. I like actually handwriting things down and my handwriting is absolutely terrible. So <laughs> you can't really read it afterwards, but I know that actually handwriting things out makes a difference. So when we're thinking about our money mistakes, one very powerful exercise to do with yourself is something I call financial forgiveness. And here's how I do it. I set a timer for 15 to 20 minutes on my phone. I get out a piece of paper and I, without judging judgment, without self-criticism, any of that, I write down every single mistake, every single thing that I wish I would have done, that I did do, that I shouldn't have done, everything. I just get it out on paper. Once I'm done, once that timer is done, or even before, I feel like I fully exhausted all of that from my memory bank. So if the mistake didn't come to me in that time period, it must not be that important. But then I need to reflect. So I look at the paper and go, okay, so I did all these things. Fine, right? This is where I'm at. The last part of this is, a re- so I reflected and now I need to release, right? So I write it down, I reflect, and then I release. So the release could be anything. You could burn this piece of paper, you could shred it, you could throw it away, you could throw it in the trash, you could cut it up with the scissors or whatever feels really good to you in that moment. And again, it may seem very, very simple, but there is a scientific process that happens in your brain of writing this stuff down on paper and then getting rid of it. It doesn't erase what happened, of course not. But what it does do is it does tell you that that stuff happened in the past. It's not important. Let's move on to the future because that's something we can actually make a difference with. I have a very good friend. She is an absolutely amazing therapist. And she tells me this all the time. And I want to share it with you. She says, don't shit on yourself. Should, S-H-O-U-L-D, right? Don't shit on yourself. Don't tell yourself you should have done this. You should have not done this. 
Don't do that to yourself because you can't change those things. Instead, we want to think about going forward. So that's financial forgiveness. That's a conversation to have with yourself. You can make up your own rules. There are no rules, actually. (laughs) That's the beauty of it. But it's this process of getting it out and letting that stuff go so it doesn't impact you or hinder you going forward. The next conversation is the vision one. And this is where you get to have fun. I want you to either write or draw or cut out pictures. It doesn't matter. Where do you want to live? What type of career do you want to have? How do you want to spend your time? I want you to get it out of your head, get it on a piece of paper, and preferably something that you can stare at over and over again. Because those moments when you feel really stressed, anxious, or just frustrated or pissed off about money, you don't want to look at your bank account balance. You don't want to categorize your spending. You'd rather take your money and go do something frivolous with it than put it towards debt. In those moments, when you can come back to your vision, it's going to root you. It's going to be like, oh yeah, right, 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 right. This is the stuff that I'm playing for in my life, in my life, not somebody else's life, what is important to me. So then I can make a decision. I can either decide to go one way with my money or go another way with my money. But either way, I've put myself in control versus money just kind of pulling and tugging me around. You see? So get creative. Have fun with this. (laughs) Money should not be so stressful. We should be able to see money as this tool. Any emotion that you feel about money is what you have placed there. It's not a bad thing, but money is just a piece of paper. Now, essentially, money is air, right? (laughs) So we have to understand how our emotions play into all of this, how our emotions play into our behaviors and our patterns and the things that we do or don't do. The next conversation is this idea of what is enough. So I want you to talk to yourself about what is enough for me in my life? Do I really need to make X amount of dollars a year? Does it matter? Should I be... I don't know, should it be focused on $70,000 a year, $100,000 a year, $200,000 a year? What actually makes sense for my life? What is going to give me enough money to help fund my goals, to obviously pay for the stuff that I've got to pay for? And of course, have a little excess because we got to have fun in life. What is that number? We don't tend to do this. We don't tend to think about what is enough. What is enough for somebody else is not the number for you. And so in this world where we're hyper-focused on sharing everything about our lives, it's really easy to get stuck in FOMO and the comparison trap. And especially if we're talking about investing, right? We see somebody else who maybe made a good investing move. They made a lot of money and we think, God, why didn't we do that? If we would only invested in this, we would have $50,000 now, whatever that is. But okay, so what? It wasn't for you. Doesn't mean that there isn't something else there out out there for you, but you need to decide what is enough for you. What is your number that makes sense? That's what you're tracking towards, my friend. The next thing you need to start talking to yourself about is your money story. You've heard so many guests on this show. I've talked about this so many times and it's because it's so powerful. So 
do it, do it again, do it over again. You're going to keep discovering these jewels. So what I mean about your money story is just like if you're watching a movie, right? There, There's a story with the movie. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. The beginning of your story has already happened. The middle part, essentially, you're in. The future is yet to be written. So I want you to think about what money beliefs, things like, I don't know, I heard this one a lot as I was a kid. Money doesn't grow on trees. Well, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean in my life? So think about those those beliefs that have been passed down to you. Behaviors, patterns. So what did I see when I was growing up that maybe consciously or unconsciously, which is usually the case I'm mimicking now in my life, that is stopping me from whatever that might be. So I shared on this show many times that I grew up in a family. My father was always in the financial industry. So talking about money wasn't an unusual conversation. However, I somehow picked up the message that the size of your bank account equals your self-worth. And so I made a lot of money decisions early in my 20s that were dumb decisions. They were not good decisions. They put me in debt, but I did them because I somehow believed that if I spent my money on certain things and other people saw that, then that would mean that I was valuable as a person. You and I both know that doesn't work that way. <laughs> it took me many years to basically unwind that one, but those are the kinds of things that I'm talking about, right? So think about your money story. How did you grow up? How was money talked about or not talked about in your family? What was the belief around debt, around saving, even the belief around you being able to go out and create the life you want to live? All of that matters. And then what I want you to do is look for patterns that maybe you're repeating now that you aren't actually aware of and start thinking about, hmm, are there certain ways that I can change that? Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, Beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? 
Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have, with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So the next thing I want you to start talking about is gratitude. <laughs> um, you've probably heard a lot of talk lately about gratitude. Lots of people are talking about it, but I don't know. It really does make the difference. So daily, I like to say daily, but it doesn't matter whenever it pops into your brain. Saying to yourself, these are the good things in my life helps keep your mind focused on the good things and not focused on the bad things. The debt, maybe you didn't get that raise. Maybe you weren't able to buy that house, whatever it might be. Again, it's not a magic pill. It doesn't suddenly make everything better. But if these conversations, if these money talks with yourself help you feel a little bit better, the question to you is, isn't a little bit better worth a lot? I think it is. And the last thing I want you to talk to yourself about is, what do I want to explore? So you're listening to this show, obviously you're interested in money, you're probably interested in some facet of money, whether it's investing, paying off debt, cryptocurrency, relationships and money, travel, entrepreneurship, whatever those topics are. Think about what are the things you want to explore this year you want to learn more about. That's where I want you to spend your time because that's the stuff that's going to excite you about money. So those are some conversations I want you to have with yourself. Now there are some conversations, if you're in a relationship, that I want you to have with your partner. And whether you're just dating or you're engaged or you're married or just you're in a long-term relationship, whatever it is, having these conversations about money is actually very healthy. We have an episode coming up in a couple of weeks around this idea of financial intimacy. So we obviously know that sexual intimacy is very important in a relationship. Intimacy in general, very important in sustaining a relationship. But financial intimacy, hmm, that's pretty interesting, right? And it probably is something that feels really scary and that's okay. But having these conversations with your partner it just helps you get on the same page. So the first thing I want you to start talking about with your partner is what are your money strengths and weaknesses and what are their money strengths and weaknesses? And it's okay to admit that you have a weakness around money. That's okay. So when we know like what we're playing with, then we can figure out how do we create a money system that's going to work for us, that's going to collectively move us closer to 
our goals, whatever they are. Now, it doesn't matter how you do money in your relationship. If you keep everything private or if you share things, it's still important to have these conversations because this, again, is what's going to create that intimacy, that financial intimacy between you. And it's, you can't, you can't take that out of a relationship. It just doesn't really exist. And if you do, that's where the fights, the stress, the anxiety really come into play. Also start talking about what is your shared life vision. So just like we talked about the conversation with yourself, do that same thing with your partner. What in the world do we want our life to look like? And if we're not on the same page, hmm, I don't know, maybe that's something we want to explore. Is there a way we could kind of come together? You know, I mean, if you're in a relationship, the whole goal, right, is that you want to sustain and grow the relationship. So it probably makes sense that we have some sort of shared vision. And the same question, what do we want to explore as a couple? What are some things around money, some topics that we're like, hmm, we're interested in it. I don't know, maybe we would do it, not do it. Doesn't really matter. Those are things that, again, help to create financial intimacy, help to create that bond and start tearing down the idea that money has to be something that divides us. The last thing is this conversation around something I call a money manifesto. Now, this is really cool to do if you're having these conversations with yourself as well, but it's this idea of what is our statement around money? How do we want to view money? How do we, or I guess I should say, what do we think wealthy means to us? What are the values and the beliefs we have around money? Can we actually write those out and like put those in a frame and like stick them on the wall so that when there's an issue or a conflict or even a decision point around money, we can come back to this manifesto and say, this is us. This is how we want money to show up in our life. This is the role that we want money to have. It's really amazing. I mean, companies do this, right? They write mission statements. They write manifestos. So why wouldn't you do the same thing? I don't know. I think it's it's just about putting money in its place. So it's funny on this show, people always ask me if I ever run out of topics for the show. And the answer is honestly, no, because we are more than, uh, I think it's 820 some odd episodes in. There is always a new slant on a topic. We could talk about budgeting in 500 different episodes, 500 different ways. So that's what makes money, I think, both really interesting, but also so <laughs> incredibly frustrating because there are endless choices. But the key is to find the choices that are right for you and not for somebody else. Don't do what I did in my 20s, which was making all my money decisions based on what I thought other people would think is really interesting. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you, it doesn't work very well. So that's where the old, have you heard the the KISS method, K-I-S-S, the keep it stupid. I don't like the word stupid, but we'll just, we'll use it for now. That's where it really comes into play with money. So the idea is, can we make a commitment to each other, you and me, to just not overcomplicate things with money? Let's say your goal is to pay off 
$20,000 in debt. That number, whatever the number is, it might feel really big and just completely overwhelming to you. I get it. I've been there myself. At one time, I had close to, I think, somewhere around $150,000 in debt from credit cards and loans. It's just a very sad and depressing number. But if you use the KISS KISS method, maybe you can reframe it a bit. So this is this is us having these money conversations, right? We're talking about money. So when do I reasonably want to pay it off? Let's say it's two years. All right, well, that's $833 a month, still a very big number. I get it. Maybe that's okay with you. Maybe you want to extend that date to three years or five years. Then the simple yet not so simple part, we've got to look at the numbers. We can't, we just can't avoid it. Can you make that work? Can you even find small ways that you can move closer to that today? So I'm not talking about cutting out your lunches or your beloved lattes. No, no, no. We are so past that. But what I'm talking about is things like maybe seeing if you could get a lower interest rate on your credit cards. Is there a better cell or internet plan that can actually save you money each month? We're going to have an episode coming up, I swear to you, about car insurance that is going to blow your mind. (laughs) Talking about things that you never knew about car insurance and how to save money, seriously, it's going to be a game changer for you. So the idea is then we, we take this extra money that we're kind of carving out and we're going to redirect it towards our debt. So can you put some of your raise or maybe side hustle to that debt? You get where I'm going here. These small shifts that are working towards creating a big change, that is the beauty. That is the beauty, I promise you. So here is what I'm offering you. I'm going to continue to have weekly conversations on the show all about money. We're going to cover every money topic possible from lots of different angles. You're going to hear more money stories, more classic money how-tos, some documentary-style episodes that look at these broad money topics, more community questions from listeners like you, and just more episodes dedicated to what I call money behavior. You know, all that stuff that I was saying that is the game changer, we're going to talk more about that. So this show isn't about an age, it's about a way of life, a safe space where you're welcome to explore all things money without fear or judgment. That's the way I like to money. So I hope you're here because you like to do the same as well. So here's what you can do from me. We've got three things you can do for me. One is subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast player you're listening so you never miss an episode. Two, share this podcast with friends. That is the way that we have grown this show. Share it with your friends. Tell them what episodes to listen to, why they should be listening. And three, I would be honored if you leave a review for the show, even if I don't know why you're listening if you don't like the show, but this is the crazy world we're living in right now, right? But if you would leave a review in whatever podcast player you're listening to, that would really make a difference. I have this big, huge goal of getting to 5,000 reviews this year. I'm a long way from getting there. So that is something you can do for me. I leave you with this one question. How would it feel to come to a place where millions of listeners are talking money with you, exploring ideas and topics that matter and learning the money stuff that no one taught you. Like, what would that feel like? 
Would that feel good? Uh, I'm going to answer for you. Hopefully the answer is yes, because that's why you're here. So I am so glad you're here. Stay tuned for an amazing rest of the year on Everyone's Talking Money. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.